Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Wednesday. It is July 6th. I hope you had a good Independence Day celebration. I had a good weekend. I had family around for a family reunion that I don't get to see very often. What a blessing that was. Before we start up Dwell in the Word again here, we start with another prayer from the Book of Common Prayer, because it is Wednesday. Let us pray. O God, who declares your almighty power most chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of your grace, that we, running the way of your commandments, may obtain your gracious promises and be made partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. All right, we are moving on to chapter 2 of the book of Isaiah. Today we're just going to read five verses, so verses 1 through 5. Hear the word of the Lord. The word that Isaiah, Isaiah, the son of Amoz, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall decide disputes for many peoples, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. This is probably one of the better known passages from the beginning of the book of Isaiah. Maybe Isaiah 6 uh, we know a little bit better, but I, I don't think so. I think this uh, passage with going uh, to the mountain of the Lord and people beating their swords into uh, beating their swords into plowshares that is a very well known part of this beginning of Isaiah. Now, notice what it says here. It shall come to pass in latter days. This is a prophetic word, a proclamation of the word of the Lord, but also a prediction of the future. And it's, we see that Isaiah is saying that in latter days, the house of the Lord, the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of mountains. The idea is, is that people will see it, that people will go to it, that people will desire to be coming to it. And notice what it says, that all nations shall flow to it. Now, that is the key here. Um, we need to understand what is being said here. We don't have the ethnicity way of viewing the world that they would have had back then. Remember, there were those uh, Hebrew people, and then there were Gentiles. There were clean and unclean. We don't look in those categories. We um, Now, mind you, we have disputes between nations, but so many nations like ours are a melting plot, pot of different cultures that we, that we don't necessarily hear this in the same way that they would have. The idea here is that all people are going to be able to come to God. These people who were once outsiders, these people who were once unclean, are now coming to the Lord. And this is going to happen because of what God is doing. And 
Notice what Isaiah says they're going to say. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. This isn't just an acknowledgement of God being over all things. These people who are going to want to come to the mountain of God are going to want to know his ways. They're going to want to live them. They're going to want to walk in his paths. Now, notice what it says here. I highlighted in green, if you're watching on video, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. This is going out into the world. It's out of Zion. It's out of the place where God resides, where his word goes forth from there and people then come to him. This is God's word going out. And then we get to these uh, words that are that are so well known. He shall judge between the nations. Uh, how how interesting is that? That um, the God of the Hebrew people is a king to them all. That's who judges between the nations. Notice the view that Isaiah has of who God is. He is king over all, not just the Hebrew people, not just Israel, not just Judah. He is God over all. He is going to judge between people. That's the idea here, that God is lifted up and that all the nations see him as a king. And then we get this well-known passage that they'll beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. In other words, God is going to bring these people together and he will make peace. It is the work of God that does this. And then the nations are going to be at peace with one another we read here, and it'll say that they, they shall not learn war anymore. What, what a wonderful picture of the future this is, this idea that we are a people who are united under our King, who is the Lord our God, and who is ultimately our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the one who makes this possible for us to be brought together, because through him, we are all the people of God. There is no Jew or Gentile, as we read in the New Testament, as we saw just recently when we went through the book of Galatians, right? We are united to Christ, and so we are united to, to others, to our brothers and sisters in Christ. And then as we look at verse 5, this is where I would like us to dwell for our application for today. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Now, we are not ethnically the people of Israel, right? Uh, we are not descendants of Jacob, but because we are united to Christ, we are the people of God. And so the call for our lives, the call that was on the Israelites then, uh, Isaiah calling them back to God in light that this peace was coming, we are now the people of God, because we are united to Christ and we are brothers and sisters, we are the people of God. And so what does Isaiah tell the people of God to do? To walk in the light of the Lord. And it is so easy for us to walk in darkness, to walk in our own ways. But we are called to walk in the light of the Lord. So may we seek him, may we seek his light, that we might look to the future knowing that God has called us from Zion. God has called us to himself. He has made us one people of God. And so may we look forward to the day when this peace comes, when Christ returns, when we are one people and there is no more war. There is There are no more disputes, but instead we all are, are the people of God, united to one another, seeking his face and worshiping him together. Let's close up with prayer. Triune God, we praise you, for we know that it is because of the work of Jesus on our behalf 
that we are able to come to your holy mountain to be taught your ways and to walk in your paths. Grant that we would proclaim your word that others may hear and through your Holy Spirit come to faith in Christ, that they might come and worship you as well. We ask, O Lord, for you to bless the missionaries that our church supports in our country and in other parts of the world. We know that you are the Lord of the harvest, and as you send out the laborers, we pray for a plentiful harvest by the power of your Spirit. Today we especially lift up to you Center of Hope in Sioux Falls. We ask that you would bless their work, that they might share the good news of salvation in Christ and the reign of your kingdom. Strengthen those who work there as they labor for you, and help those who are in need in their community. As we serve you in your world today, we ask that you would help us to remember that we rely solely on you for all that we need. Through your word and spirit today, we ask that you would continue the work that was begun in us, that makes us holy, that we might be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, our Savior. We pray this all in his precious name. Amen. Okay, that gets us through verse 5 of chapter 2. We'll finish up chapter 2 on Friday. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 